What's up, Gorge? It is Lala Kent. With Ran. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because we have two amazing guests today. We have Sistine and Sophia Stallone. High energy podcast today. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But Randall and I have to share a mic because... We're just so lazy that we have yet to order a fourth mic, you guys. Well, I don't know how I'm going to not laugh. Yeah, you guys switching mics every two seconds. It's going to be amazing. No, it'll be intense. Okay, first of all, I have to say, we're a little lazy. We had to order the mic today. That's kind of ridiculous that we have three mics. But um, I just want to say that I'm totally stoked. We have a lot to talk about. Um, You guys are crushing it. People don't know. But you guys have a new podcast, which is so cool because we just started ours a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd love to just start with like hearing about how that came through. Why did you guys come up with this idea? Did somebody bring it to you? Like just the whole thing. So I kind of was the one that pioneered the whole idea. We were really into talking to each other and we had a lot of the ideas, but I wanted to do something a bit different, which was more of like an Oprah for young adults. And so mine was a bit more serious. And I tried to pitch it to a ton of companies and it wasn't working. And Sistine was just nagging me, like, get me on the show, get me on the show, get me on the show. I feel like I have a lot to say. (laughs) And so I thought, let me just contribute. Sophia, you know, wanted to do her own thing, have it just be her project. Right. And lots of nagging later. So after every single company was like, we're not working with you. I'm like, all right. (laughs) I I find that so hard to believe. What would they say? They liked the idea, but they thought it wasn't going to be appealing to millennials or Gen Z, which now I understand. I totally agree. I think everything out there now is you have to have a shock factor. You have to be a bigger person. I don't think there's a lot of platforms that do more of the serious type concepts unless you're in your 40s or like yeah people want you to be kind of slutty exactly 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 (laughs) Sophia tried tried to sell it as let's get medical professionals on let's get authors on she wanted to make it really informative and they said no one wants to hear that so so I said okay power in numbers Sistine come on and so we went to probably the first podcast studio that would take us and they were like let's do it and Sistine and I just had this natural banner and it's perfect because we're polar opposite and the show's called so. Unwaxed so yeah. I, lo- I love the name it's pretty much yeah. what it's you'd so expect good. actually we didn't think of it which is and I think it's kind of weird to say who thought of it who did think of it Sylvester yes our dad so but not as creepy as you think well, you guys funny. he told us to not tell people that he thought of it Oh my God. By the way, by the way, people don't realize, I mean, I know because I've done a lot of movies with your dad. He, besides he's a creative genius, Mm -hmm. obviously, but he's really smart with Mm -hmm. things that you would be like, would I go to him last for that? Like, I would never think like, let's go to Sly and ask him for a podcast name, Mm -hmm. but he does come up with a lot of really, really smart shit. Well, if you look at his characters, they're the most interesting, weird, like he'll name someone Christmas and and Barney Ross, like, yeah. Yeah. Random, just so random, yeah. But he he mm-hmm. really came through with that one. Yeah. Okay, so now just take us this. So you come up with the idea, you come up with the name, and then you go to a podcast studio, and yeah. and how does the process start? And what is it like when you're doing it? Do you enjoy it? Does is there a lot of growing pains like we had? Because Lala and I were like, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing when we started. Mm-hmm. So it took like I talked way too much. They told me to shut up, things like that. So tell us. It was definitely a, a work in progress. I Our feel like first one was. Hey, so actually, we, we did pra- <laughs> we did practice runs before we did our official first episode, and we were so bad. We looked at each other, we're like, "Are we are we fucking crazy? This is what it lo- <laughs> like, why for, are we doing this? This is like the worst idea." For ever. maybe three to four months, we would get our uh, phone, record ourselves just practicing, yeah. And every three minutes, we would pause it while the other person was talking and critique them. So then we ne- <laughs> it ended up taking amazing. four hours to shoot one, and then we just would leave because we were fighting. Yeah. So, but it's kind of crazy. I feel like the transition from how we were then to now we used to have at least three pages of google docs before like while we're shooting so we would know the topics the transitions who to bring up and it was so detailed and if we didn't have something we thought that it was going to implode and so now today i think it's more we'll have like a topic and we'll write it down and we just riff off each other right like Mm -hmm. just let it flow yeah yeah i find like I'm a Virgo, so I also Hi. like yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm like I know where your head's at. I know, what but then it? I feel like I kind of when I have something that's that detailed, mm-hmm. it almost fucks my mind up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, 
Following a script is hard, especially when you want to be creative and funny and hit certain notes and your brain is just all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I sit there and I'm like, I didn't talk about that one thing, though. And it's, yeah. it just yes. becomes like too much for me to handle. Or I went off track. I'm like, was that like weird? And <sighs> is that like not making sense for the show anymore? And I'm like, we have to cut that whole thing out. Sadine's like, no, that's your authenticity. Like you're being honest about it. I think right. that was the yeah. hardest part for us was trying to sort of create an image for ourselves that we want out there because no one really knows who we are. No one knows our personalities. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, we really tried to come off as cookie cutter, perfect 24 and 23 year olds. And yeah. that's, and as the show has grown, we're almost at our 50th episode and you can just wow. see that yeah. it's just authentic. And people are like, you know, you're really honest on the show. They're like, yeah, you remind us of this other girl that's on our show, but you guys are just raw. And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we don't care. Like we yeah. just spill it all. But I think that that's what makes an epic podcast. Mm-hmm. No one wants to hear some, well, I'm sure there are people, but that's not who we are obviously targeting we want the people that are like i want to talk about bleaching assholes or (laughs) you know like whatever it may be mention it all mention it all i think people like that i i I agree because one of the things that we were so obsessed with too is that like we'd be like who's the guest this week remember we would do that Mm -hmm. like every we'd obsess like the next three Mm -hmm. weeks out who our guests would be and then we started getting feedback and and from fans and from the the network that, that does our podcast, and they're like, you guys, we like you. Like, it doesn't always have to be the Same biggest star in the world because we're like, we need Stallone, we need Quavo, we need this right. guy, we need. And and all of a sudden, we realize like, wow, they really like laugh at us and with us, it, and it's yes. okay. It's and so, so true. From I mean, I've listened to a bunch of your guys's episodes, and I found that the ones that were my favorite were with just you guys or having the mom talk or the dad talk. It yeah. wasn't the big guest that you guys had. Your banter before the guest came on yeah. was the best part of oh, every show. so nice. Yeah, right. It's true. So I then really yeah. Tell it. me this. Do your, do your parents listen to your podcast each week? Jen used to. Mom used to listen to it every week. She's kind of going lazy. Sly refuses. I think what he, my I don't dad, mean, and we told him we do not want you to listen. My dad started strong. He listened to the first episode. And he goes, "This is great." The second episode was advice from a fuckboy. Oh. And, oh. And, and after he heard that one, he goes, "I think I'm good." Right. He He's quit. like, "I just want to think of you guys as like three year olds, exactly. little girls." That mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally. Let me tell you something. If I was your father. <laughs> And I heard that episode. Yeah. It would be the last one I'd ever listened to. So I can understand. Yeah, so, but, yeah. By the way, I think that, and, I mean, and I'm speaking for Sly, but I think that part of being the successful father that he is, is letting you guys go into the world and mm-hmm. having your voice. And, and by the way, I don't think people really know, because like you said, the Stallone girls or whatever, the Stallone sisters. Right. But like now you have your voice and it's like kind of really shining. And I think that's really, really special. And I think that's a success of a father, you know, let me yeah. handing it down. And that's cool. Totally. And I feel like we have, I think he also loves the fact that if you guys know him personally, so you know yeah. that he's a very open book about things. He does not yeah. have a filter. I feel like anyone that knows him personally is like, this guy is not as cookie cutter. He and certainly like, needs a filter. Yeah. And so it's, it's funny because I feel like people are getting like a sneak peek of what he really is like, because we're the same way. Like we don't really hold back on anything. It's like, if right. we talk about sex, we talk about sex, we talk about mental health, we're talking about mental health, but why hold back? And I feel like people have been getting, they, they got over the shock now. Now they're like, okay, what's next? Like what's more for the show? Which right. Been great. Well, I was, you know, lucky enough to come and have dinner at your guys' home with your other little sister. Yeah, Scarlett. Scarlett. And then your mom and obviously your dad was there. And I was... His name is Sly. Yeah. Just say Sly. Sly. <laughs> I'm just going to say your dad. <laughs> it's funny because I don't even say my dad. I, I call him Sly as well. Right? Yeah. So okay, we'll call him Sly. Your dad's Sly. That's dope. Um, and just to see your guys' back and forth with him is amazing. I mean... Mm-hmm. I feel like people like Sly and Rand just get cursed with all girls. Yes. I Don't know. you think? Yes. Because oh. I feel like because they have so much energy, they need the girl energy to bring them down a little bit. They need a little and feminine. Them. Yes. <laughs> because I know that he does not get away with shit. And his shows. But he anything. wanted only girls. He did only want girls. Now he regrets it. Girls are a little bit expensive. But I tell him, I go, Dad, girls are forever. When men find their woman, they leave. They don't need you anymore. No, they don't yeah. need you. But girls are forever. We're never yeah. leaving. I love that. That is so true. What a great thing. Because yeah. you know what? I told Lala when, when we were trying to have Ocean, 
um, which took about four weeks, but, um, but literally, <laughs> but, but, uh, when we were trying to have a baby, she's like, you know, I, she was dead set in her mind at that time. Obviously mm-hmm. now she's in paradise, but, but she was like, I gotta give you a boy. And I was like, no, you don't understand something. I'm good. I'm Aww. old and I like to cuddle. Aww. I like to get, you know, go to manicures and pedicures. I'm right. like good shopping. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. be a great boy dad. Like yeah. I'm, I'm too slow and too old. <laughs> And, and, then, and then I told her, and the other thing is, you're too OCD. And if we have a boy jumping off the furniture into the wall, you're going to go crazy. Yeah, so true. anyway. So. I didn't really feel like I needed to give you a boy. I just wanted a boy. Oh, I thought you were being selfless. But okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, so next time, just agree and pretend. Okay. Actually, uh, I want a boy right now. So I mean, not now. Wait. Slow down. Slow Sophia. down. Slow down. No, no, no. But I do want a boy. I don't know if it's because I'm so surrounded by girls 24-7. Yeah. I want it to throw something in the mix. <laughs> Because we're, so, I feel like we're all because my mom's whole side, they've only had one of one gender. My mom's sisters had a four boys. My mom's other wow. sister had three girls, three girls. Wow. It's, there hasn't been like a mix. Wow. So even female dogs. But going yeah, well, back, going back to that's the choice, my choice. That's <laughs> but going back to the dinner when you guys came over, that was one of the most chaotic dinner conversations in the best way oh possible. My yeah. And Got my it. mom comes up to us after you guys had left and goes. Do you think we scared them off? Like, I don't think they're going to come at back. She's no, not, not at all. You, like, had me hooked after that. Oh, God. I was like, I was already super down. And we had just found out that I was pregnant with Ocean, yeah. right? That's right. That's right. I think you guys are, like, the first people I saw after <gasps> oh, I found out. Oh, my out. God. How crazy is that? That's so cool. That was, that was a week after we got back from North Carolina. It was like, yeah. we were, like, two weeks maybe in. And that, I mean, very quick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I, segwaying, uh, what I like to call pivoting. So no, the scary. You weren't. You weren't scaring anybody. We we were coming back for more. Like we were in line. Uh, anytime. Yeah. And by the way, Sly's calling me. I was like, "What are you doing tomorrow night?" And I was like, "Are we going on a date, Sly?" And he's like, "No, you want to come over for dinner?" I was like, "Well, I'm still out of town." You know, he's always yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. But um, I, so so here's a, a question I get from a lot of my friends. Neither one of you know this, but because uh, I, I shield you from um. I feel like, you know, parental shield, like I have to do it for Sly. Uh, people see you on Instagram. You guys have these big Instagram followings. You have these big social media followings. Obviously, people know who you are. I get a question. And the question is, okay. are you two single? <laughs> we have. I want the answer officially on this that podcast. Is, that's so funny that you said that. Such a hilarious question. <laughs> yes, we are so and single. And actually, we're about to talk about why we're single why we think it's our fault that we're single okay. on our podcast That's today to record. we've spent about 20 yeah. episodes on our podcast discussing why it's everyone else that's the problem yeah. why we're single <laughs> and sophia i'm not kidding you this morning i walk in her room she goes sistine i think it's us <laughs> like yeah, I think that. we're the problem and i was like we should talk about why we find every single problem in the guys we're dating and find the most ridiculous one of why we broke up with them and talk about the podcast, like our defense mechanisms. Can you can you give us an example of a guy that you each were dating and what you like, made up in your head that was horribly wrong? You don't have to, okay. please don't say their name, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I, I know I've dumped a guy because he gave me too much attention. Uh, yeah. That's just so stupid because the opposite, I get way pissier. I, then I'm like, oh, he's just too much. I'm like, what else do I want? <laughs> I, guy. I stopped seeing a guy because on the second date, he gave me a pet name, called me his little pickle. Okay, I'd break up with him. <laughs> but he was the nicest guy. I go, but no, no, no. I'm not a But pick- I can't like, be a little pickle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, no! It's like I, we even say like cologne changes if it's like too many different scents. Oh like, that's my! Okay, you two are tough. You we're two tough, are tough. Hard. So let me ask you. So both of you are single now. During the pandemic, which I I had spoken to you guys, mm-hmm. it was obviously for somebody single super hard to date because you guys were locked down. How did you deal with that, or was it just online? Like what what happened? Okay, the weirdest thing. I don't know why. I think I thrived during quarantine more than I've ever done in my entire life. So Girl, Girl was same. serial dating. Oh, she, you would, drive she would get yeah. six dates in really? six days. Yeah. Well, I did it for the podcast. I was kind of trying to test something. What, like but Zoom dates? Yeah, Zoom uh, dates. Yeah. A lot of them. And they were just... <laughs> wow, a Zoom dater. They're so hot. By the way, it's really specific. We had to get the lighting right. We put candles in the background. Oh, yeah. Very moody. Oh. Yeah. It's really <laughs> great. Very moody. It's the same as in the background with like... Well, what we, what we thought was just a genius idea, now looking back, was actually so stupid of us to do. We decided to join a dating app. Mm-hmm. During which, the pandemic. Which one? During the pandemic. Though. We joined Raya and okay. Hinge. 
Okay. Um, um, and I uh, thought, how is that? What, what is it like? Well, we're not on it anymore, but it's just horrible. It's, I'll tell you why Raya doesn't work for us. Because it's a bunch of people that think that they are just the cat's meow. And for example, this one guy had messaged Sophia and asked her out and said, how do you feel if we go get a hamburger and go to the beach? Sophia says, that's not my vibe at all, right? No. What's your vibe? What's your vibe? No, no she's lying. I just, wow. the guy was too short and it's just not my vibe. <laughs> Hold on. Give us some minimal height requirements. What's the height What's the height requirement? We have to know. At least like six feet. Holy Sophia. shit. At least. I was going to say, I agree, but you're not six feet. Are you out of your fucking mind, Lala? I am six feet minus two inches. Like, with I, I, lips. I, with wait, wait. Five eleven, I could take. I just need to at least, when I wear my four inch heels, at least be. We're not offended. No. Six feet. You six deserve feet. Sorry. It's the I, I agree. I agree with Lala. Six feet. If that's what you need, you yeah. should get six feet. But see, I feel like I'm being picky. No, you're not. And that's the problem. It's like, it's, okay. How old are you again? I'm going to be 25 next month. Okay. Fuck off. You can take as much time as you need. <laughs> Find <laughs> six feet. You can okay. say what you want him to do, what you want him to look like. No think, attention, think, too no, much no. attention. You can break up with him. We, You're 25. We just sort of yeah. will be. Oh, say yes you. to anyone that asks us out, though. That's the problem. We're not picky enough. We oh, literally just yeah. say, and then the problem is we do the most on the first few dates. We try to entertain, do a little dance, yeah. be smart, be funny, yeah. good conversationalist. And then by date three, we go, oh, my God, they have the personality of a doorknob. And you don't uh, know who they are. Like, who did you right. just date for the past five weeks? Let me ask you a question. Okay, because I'm older, so I'm in a little different generation gap here. <laughs> if they have a great personality and they're 5'8", mm-hmm. do you overlook the height? No pun intended. Me? Actually, like, I, yes. no, no, no. Actually, yeah, I do. You do. It <laughs> did take me a bit, even in college. <laughs> I know. I was really... Because my, first, my last oh, boyfriend yeah. was 6'7". What? Yeah, so he was super, super tall. So I was I was kind of jaded by that. I'm like, everyone is short. But <laughs> obviously, 6'7 is like a giant. But now, yes, yes. I feel like as I've gotten older, and I think the more guys we've dated, we're like, personality. We just need that. Someone that's funny, that can keep up with us. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we're not hard to date, honestly. Like, we like to... We honestly did the easiest things ever. We're not like, and I think people are more intimidated with the idea. I was going to say, can I I say my take? I I said this to you guys when we were doing the movie. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about that in a second. But I was saying, like, I think guys are probably at your age intimidated Mm -hmm. because there's a big thing that comes with you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, looming in the back is the Sylvester Stallone legacy. Yeah. So you've got that. And then you've got these two women that you guys are funny you're strong you're intelligent you know what i mean like you guys yeah. are the package i would oh, think thank you no and I, I and i know you guys you guys are good people like that's also a huge thing oh, in the world thanks. to be you know so i think that you know you have to find a guy at least if i was to guess that's strong you know very mm-hmm. very confident yeah you know, i think no matter what yeah. age and, and yeah. what height the so. confident is a huge thing because a lot of the guys that we go out with they go out with us for the wrong reasons of mm. course most of the time actually. most of the time yeah we normally know when they talk about him a ton on the first day. I've really? A, there's ah. no shame? Oh, no, no. Oh, get this. I've had a guy bring a resume on my first date. Yeah. You're fucking lying. No, he, he was 32. You would think, oh, my man in his 30s would yeah. just have a figure out. He was like out. trying to be a director or something like that. Oh. Yeah. He brought his resume yeah. for you so, to give to your dad. Exactly. So yeah. the problem is a lot of these guys I just... I had a guy say to me, um, to my girlfriend, the next day they like met them. They're like, would she get me courtside seats with her dad? Yeah, no. Yeah, so a lot You're of, a damn uh, lie. Are you... Oh, no, so that's why we're still single is that we so now find we're problems with everyone. We're like, no, it's not the No, it sounds like it's everyone else's problem. You guys you guys have listed off a few like schmuckies. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just we know how to pick them. And I'm, no, <laughs> but, but you know what? Part of the thing is coming from, and and you know it's easy to say from an outside like, oh, they come from this lineage, blah blah blah, and you know. But at the same time, like, there's also a curse to that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, like, are they dating you for the right reason? Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Like, you're gonna have to go the extra mile with somebody just mm-hmm. to make sure you're getting that right mm-hmm. person because yeah. you know you don't like you said you don't want somebody using you for for whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot easier if you guys were like unfortunate looking. <laughs> Because then you would know for sure everyone Gosh, who was in it for it the cursed. wrong reasons. Exactly. You know, you'd be like, well, I'm kind of busted. And they're really into me. They're definitely mm-hmm. in it for a sly. 
but you're like hot. So it's oh, like, yeah. are they with me because I'm fun, hot, or because no, my dad's fly? No. You know, there's so many options to choose from. They're so funny. God. No, I think that um, we're honestly nice. I promise uh, we're yeah. not like scary, and I feel like people think that we're going to be a lot more. I than think we the are, pandemic but. really made us realize how lonely we were, so we tried to look really hard for a relationship. <laughs> and now we're like, you know what? Let's just focus on our career. Let's grind yeah, for this year. By the way, great idea. Yeah, and just do us. And if it comes yeah. around, it'll come around. Can, can I say this? And we're going to go to a break real quick. I just want to say that I think you're right. You work, you, you work hard, and then the right situation will come at the right yeah. time. Versus we all have in our lives, Lala and I both individually in our lives have forced or tried. Mm-hmm. It never works that way. And I think when you least expect it, you know, she came smashing into my life and Aww. hasn't left since. <laughs> so we need this love. I love you too, babe. Let's go to a break. (laughs) So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part? Zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off. Here's what I love about doing a podcast. It doesn't really require any glam, like at all. I can podcast in comfort, and for me, that means wearing my new favorite, super soft Quince cashmere tee. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless, comfortable pieces that keep me looking so chic summer after summer. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at $30. You can find silk tops, 14 karat jewelry, and so much more. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all of those savings on to us. And don't get me started on their towels. I have the Quince waffle towels at the Palm Springs house. I have them in white and they are so soft. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. We are back in case you've been living under a rock. It is Lala Kent, and you're listening to our podcast, Give Them Lala with Randall. Yes. We have Sistine and Sophia Stallone. Randall. So we've spoken to you guys about your epic, or not so epic, I guess, <laughs> dating fails. However you'd like to look oh, at it. We've also been <laughs> manifesting Toxic Girl Summer for the past couple months. I think we're now just shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> We wanted a drama-filled summer, and now we really don't want a drama-filled summer. We keep running to every ex since we've wow. been back in LA, so we're really just we're manifesting the wrong take it back. <laughs> a healthy girl with a boyfriend summer, please. Oh my god! I mean, I kind of thrived during the pandemic as well because they told me that I absolutely could not leave my house, and that's when I do the best. <laughs> See, you know what? My mom that. was the same way. She she wants every night for us to be sitting on the couch doing a puzzle, eating cheese puffs every single night, and we did that. <laughs> Every night. Amazing. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's like hell for me. So um, the pandemic was a test of my true self. Uh, the only thing I will say is it allowed me to slow down 
and really take inventory of my life and remember what is important. So I think that mm-hmm. was a beautiful thing for me because I needed that. But I'm not somebody that does really well sitting still. But at your guys' age, for sure, I would have not been living my best life. <laughs> we, I went into pandemic 23. I'm coming out 25. I'm just depressed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The whole two year, like years. Yeah, after ahead. like the seventh bag of cheese puffs, I go, this is getting a little sad. <laughs> like, there was literally is... 12 different varieties of cheese puffs that we were trying. I wish I was kidding. I can take a photo and send it to you guys. It's it was bad. Just... So yeah, it, it sucks that we feel like we were robbed of a few years, but so was everyone. So we can't yeah. feel too bad. I, I want to I just mention one thing on a side because you and I have a movie coming out and, yeah. and, and, and Midnight and Switchgrass, which by the way, people don't know, Sistine Stallone is one of the stars. You Ooh, crushed it. Thank you. What's crazy is talking about the pandemic, we were in Puerto Rico together the week before the world ended. That was crazy. Oh, that's yeah. right. yeah. so, so just tell people like that experience. Cause I've said, I've talked about it on the podcast with Lala cause she was, we've been through it for basically many shutdowns. Uh, but just your experience. You came out, you booked the movie, just kind of the whole thing. Oh, my God. Well, down. when I even read the script and did the audition, I said, this is the type of dark shit that I love. Like, this script, it just spoke to me. So I was so excited to yeah. even read for it. You didn't it. like the person that was doing the background for you? Sophia was. Like, I was <laughs> the one that was at the audition. Let like, me just set it up for you. <laughs> Sophia was reading the lines with me. My mom is holding a ring light and filming at the same time. So it was a full oh. production. That is amazing. Yeah. I yeah. wish I could have seen that. Oh, I, we do it every single audition. My has. auditions are one. so funny because sometimes I'll have my dad read across from oh. me. And I'll tell you why that never works. I always get two responses back. One being, it's a good audition, but the voice is a little bit distracting in the background because we know who it is. And the second one is to say if I'm, you know, a girlfriend that has to tell her boyfriend that I'm late on my period and I have to have this very emotional scene with my dad. I'm like, oh God, this is just awkward. Like, how do you get into character? And by the way, there's no other guys in your house, so that's your only go-to. Exactly. Unless you go to me, but like that's But anyway, the the audition was great, obviously. I booked it and then flew to Puerto Rico. You were so amazing when I got there. You were so sweet. And it was funny because... The first night that we went out as a big crew, my dad was like, Sistine, where are you? He had no idea that I was even in Puerto Rico. And Randall's like, you didn't tell him? Like, By the way, I, I had texted him and I said, I just want to tell you, I never, I never brought it up to you because your daughter auditioned for my movie and I didn't want it to ever be anything like that. And she crushed it and he goes, what? She's in Puerto Rico? I go, okay, this has gone a little too extreme. We've taken this a little too extreme. He's like... Will she say if I go slide? <laughs> right? I That's exactly why I didn't tell him because I know my dad. He would have sent 10 security guards and a helicopter <laughs> and like snipers in the grass, like waiting for me. Yeah. So I just yeah. thought, okay, if it's a, I was there for what, two, three days. Yeah. I said, let's just get in and out. He doesn't need to know, it won't hurt him. Um, but it was such an amazing experience. Like yeah. I still look back at photos and, and remember that at time. And everyone on the crew was so nice and you were so amazing and made me feel so comfortable. It was just Thank so much you. fun. It, it was, it was really epic. And, and it's crazy cause we shot you, I think like day, was it three or four on mm-hmm. camera? And then, and then day seven, we shut down the whole world shut oh, down. So it was like right. this weird, like I, I got this, lucky. I got yeah. in and out. I yeah. got in and out. You didn't have to come back 13 mm-hmm. times where we shut down. Oh, but anyway, okay. I just want to congratulate you because our premiere is next week yeah. and the movie opens. So there so we go. Exciting so exciting for fun. you too. That is yeah. so cool. Your directorial debut. Yeah. It's a big deal for you guys. Yeah. Do you have your dress? Oh gosh. My mom and I have been on every website. We are searching. I'm so underwhelmed oh. by everything that's out there to Me wear too. right now. I just feel like no one's buying. Everything looks the same. And I don't really know. Like, what is your vibe, Lala? What are you, what do you think? Sweatpants. No. Over the like premiere? The premiere. Oh, yes. I thought you meant in general. Well, I was yeah. like, sweatpants. <laughs> Have you seen my Instagram? <laughs> it consists of my gray velvet headboard and me in bed. I love that. That's, that's my vibe. Us. That's Perfect. all of us. I mean, I found this dress that is like plungy neckline. Love it. An epic shoulder pad. Mm. I forgot who makes it, but it's like um, like a very, the the shade of blue is amazing and it's all sequined. <gasps> I love a blue. Beautiful. I love a blue. But it's the only thing I could find, you guys. No, I think that'll look so good with your eyes and your hair. And I think because I'm trying to consider who's showing up. I'm like, okay, Lala, I know she's going to have something great on. You're so nice. Randall, I'm not she so sure. She did say this. Randall, I'm not <laughs> so sure. Rand- Randall's lucky he gets a black fresh t-shirt at best. Randall oh is God. ironing his t-shirt. No, but we were and talking about like MGK, we got Megan, Machine Gun Kelly. Like, and like look Exactly. Sick. So I'm thinking, okay. 
what, what do I do? So I, we're gonna wing it. I'm gonna look for something in my closet and we'll just see. I feel you like you're gonna kill it no matter what. You're Thanks. fucking Sistine yeah. Stallone. Like, oh, I need that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I agree. And by the way, I, you're gonna look great with whatever you wear. I, by the way, want everybody to know that I might upgrade my black t-shirt to a oh. suit. Wow. I am going. I am going. <laughs> wow. People are really shocked. I am going to a store, a real store, uh, this week on Thursday. A real one? One where they sell suits. And I'm going to try one on. The last time I had a suit on was my bar mitzvah at 13. So there you go. Stop. Yeah. That's, that's such a lie. He's worn a suit since then. <laughs> okay, Irishman. But other than that. Okay. Other than that. Yeah. You gotta look good. You gotta look good. He does. He needs a little help. We gotta up his swag up. Do a you bit. do you style him? Yeah, no, style. I have a hard enough time styling myself. <laughs> I do too. By the time I'm finished, I'm like, I don't have enough energy for you. You know what? I find <laughs> myself I always going back to Pinterest because they just have really good ideas. I know Pinterest is kinda outdated. Is it not? I feel like everyone still does that. Okay, it? good, because I love it. <laughs> I think I'm, I think everyone loves it. No, it's a great place but to be. for outfits. Yeah go there yeah but I this is my problem I put so much energy into like a new outfit idea mm-hmm. and then I put on like this looks like shit and so I rewear the same outfit that I've worn yeah. like 1200 times same I can't it overwhelms me sometimes I'll have like one really bomb look and then I just rock it to the wheels That's fall off and I'm like well it was cute when I first wore it and now I never want to see it again now it's tired <laughs> yeah. it's time I to think go. I've worn the same little black dress on like 12 different dates I was gonna say I have you one know, date exactly outfit it. and I just rewear yeah, it yeah it's my black dress but why like, would felt. you not a different guy right oh yeah of course okay. <laughs> How horrible would it be if, like, the guy that I went out with previously saw me wearing the same exact outfit with this different guy? That would just be a crazy Actually, that'd be scenario. great content for the podcast. I hope that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny when you start a podcast or, like, a reality show, you're like, I really wish that would happen. That would make for Every great time. TV. All the time. Great episodes. In my notes app. Like, all the time. Oh, that just happened to Sophia. Yeah. Gotta write it down for the show. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So you guys just celebrated your dad. Oh, sorry. Sly's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk about Sly, you say Sly. There's no dad. You can Sly. say dad. Uh, you can say whatever you want, Lala. I like that, though. Yeah, yeah, little song. That was good, a good one. Good. What did you guys do to celebrate? Well, 75. That's a big year for it's him. It's huge. Wow. Yeah. It was really hard because we wanted to do something fun. My mom did a huge thing for his mm-hmm. 60th, flew all of his friends out to Vegas. I mean, rented clubs. Like, it was a whole thing. Huge. So she says, okay, 75. How can we top that? But, you know, a more tired version of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, a, like a curfew bedtime. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. hour. Okay. So, so we go to BOA, and it was just like a big group of his friends that he's known since either college or since he was 20. Just anything like that. So it was really, really intimate. And then we thought, okay, what's a fun after party like that we can do that he hasn't done that it's normal for a 70 you can't take him to bootsy bellows you can't take him to catch or it's one oak one oak yeah right one oak um and i don't want him just to go home and so we thought okay we know some people at the laugh factory and he loves comedy sometimes i feel like he should just do it why don't we get a list of his favorite comedians send it out to our friends that kind of run the laugh factory and say hey just find whoever you can and make a really really boss like bomb lineup and so the, they did it we show up and my dad was like literally on cloud it was night. amazing by that point we just said okay let's get these guys as tipsy as possible so they had yeah. even more fun so right. it was amazing we got three booths for them at the comedy show mm-hmm. and they were just drinking were they to like it sounds amazing it was yeah. a lot of fun so who were some of the comedians that you guys had show up oh sophia this i don't know anyone's um it was oh my god I, why am i so bad because the guys that dad likes jeff are, ross jeff ross is awesome no, like he's Je- great I'm yeah. just, I'm, why am i forgetting the names right now Okay. I'm honestly Craig I Robinson. Oh, Craig Robinson. Yeah. Um, he was in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely know. He's great. He's great. But it was a lot of fun. That That's sounds all. like total. Like I would dig that. It's and I am not 75. Night. It's a great <laughs> date night. It is. We like to go there for date nights a lot. I, l- I love comedy club. So does she. And by the way, for your birthday in September, maybe we should just do comedy club instead of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we do a comedy club in Hawaii. <laughs> That I went to. The last comedy show I went to, I was shit faced. So this was like three years ago, and I heckled. No. Yeah. No. Did, did they? Well, got, yeah, did they pick on you? She got thrown out. Shut. Did up. the they, comedian pick on you? No, no, no. He he said some crazy shit, but then 
the club people came up to us and asked us to leave. Well, they really hate people that heckle like there. They, I, I well, realize as it they now. should. It's like they're performing. No, like, shut funny. the fuck up. I was horrified. I would love to just say something back, but then you I feel like what? I get called out. You know what you'd roasted. be really good at, Lala? <laughs> Sophia and I have always wanted to do this. Oh, yeah. David Spade had a segment on his show where he would be backstage with a microphone and would have just random girls, guys, actors, models that were not stand-up comedians at all okay. have an earpiece in. And he would feed them, and they would have <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the lines, and they would have no idea what was well, going to come out. Lines. And you're in front of a live audience, and you're just saying it as it's coming to you in real time. Mm-hmm. And the response is so funny. Yeah. Wait, you what is this that. show? Well, it's like David Spade's talk show that oh, he did. Oh, yeah. On, yeah. on Comedy Central yeah. or something like that. And so yeah, it's yeah. part of a segment where he get like, uh, what's her name? Charlotte McKinney? Is that yeah, what Yeah, it would be like him and Whitney Cummings backstage, like giving like, you the earpiece. Is yeah. awesome. You should do that. that I would, would want to do that. That would be funny for the show. What? Nothing. You should David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, no. When I first moved to LA, he gave me a gift card. <laughs> so I bought sheets with it. No! Yeah. Wait, what kind so of gift I always card? Yeah. a Bed Bath and Beyond gift card. Oh, that's kind of great. Yeah. I love that place. By the way, that's actually a really good gift. I so know. I always say David Spade bought me my first LA sheets. Oh, I love it. That is I, epic. As he should. You know what? That's a welcome present. I love it. That's so funny. I'm going to let you in on a little tiny secret. I am not a cook. Okay, so that's not really a secret, but I do have a secret weapon when it comes to the kitchen. Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals are always fresh, never frozen. They get delivered right to your door and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. I've also become a big fan of their add-ons, snacks, and smoothies. Ocean loves the pancakes. I pretty much get those and the mango smoothies in every single Factor delivery. But Factor has you covered no matter how and what you're eating. Keto, calorie smart, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. The weekly menu has 35 options, including gourmet meals like filet mignon and shrimp. There's no prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. Just heat it up and then eat right out of the Factor packaging. So easy. You can customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can also pause and reschedule deliveries. So head to factormeals.com slash Lala50 and use code Lala50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Lala50 at factormeals.com slash Lala50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing Jess and Easton with samples. I use Claritin and I absolutely love it. You guys know I was in Las Vegas for that music festival and it was so windy there that my allergies were the worst. My eyes were so itchy. They were so watery. My head hurt so bad. I had a total sinus headache, but... I had Claritin D with me, so I took it, and I think it only took like 30 minutes before I started to feel better, which was amazing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination a prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has been an absolute game changer for me. I've actually been using it for a few weeks now. I take it before I go hiking and obviously when I went to that music festival, which was all outside, no more itchy, watery eyes and no more sinus pressure headaches, which if you've experienced those before, you guys know they are the worst. So that was huge for me. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Okay, so question. So when you guys were coming up in Los Angeles, did you always want to act? You, Sistine, and Sophia, did you all... Because I know you started a book club, so, oh so I know I saw oh, that. Thanks. I saw that. So so share, tell us about the acting, tell us about the book club, kind of like <laughs> okay. why these things kind of happen. 
I'll start with the acting yeah. thing. It's kind of a funny story. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I was painfully shy. Like my mom thought uh, I was just a mute. Like yeah. I, I, we would do school plays every single year, and I kid you not, Sophia was so good that she would be the lead in every single play. So we projected her to be the actor of the family. Mm-hmm. She was a star. She was fearless up there. I, however, was so bad that they would cast me to sit on the, the right side of the stage on the stairs the whole night with the signs that say boo and yay for the audience. And I, even I messed that up. I would put up the wrong one. And it was, it was a mess. So I never really wanted to act. It's sort of just, I thought, I, I don't like to not try things and I don't like to be bad at things. So I just thought, okay, let's, why not for fun? And then I kind of just fell in love with it. It was really, wow. it was just, yeah. and it's cool having... I also looked at it as a really cool way to bond with my dad. He is really obviously passionate about it and he knows what he's talking about. And it was just a cool way to become closer and he gives me advice and tips. And and what I learned when I'm with him, not even just acting wise, it's more just life wise. I wouldn't have gotten those, you know, experiences if, if I didn't without the, without the same passion right, exactly. but I, it's funny because people don't know you because they haven't seen this movie and, and I know you've done other things but that's so the opposite of how you come off because when you're on mm-hmm. set you're so strong with your conviction of the character and mm-hmm. it's like when I was directing you you know because I, I didn't know you at all and you came in the set and I was like okay you know maybe she knows a little bit of that I don't know what she knows right. but you but I but I knew you crushed it in the audition so oh, I was like she you. nailed the character and I remember when we were going back and forth and I was giving direction, like you just kind of kept making it your own even deeper than what you already had brought. So mm-hmm. for you to even say like, oh, I didn't really know I was going to act. It's so it is. opposite. Oh, thank you. From, she she gained random confidence all of a sudden. And I think it was the I don't give a shit attitude that made it the most fearless. realistic. Yeah, I exactly. Think that's, that was, yeah. that's a good and point. And that was the opposite. Like I loved it, but I thought too much. And then I would overanalyze it. And then when I would audition, I would just because when, I was so nervous. When you do right. a, 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 when you're in part of an industry that is so insecure, you have to be honestly the opposite in order to stand out. And I knew, okay, there's no way I can ever live up to this like legacy that my dad has created. There's no way I can ever, I have a better chance of going to the moon than having the same success that he's had in acting. And I'm so aware of that. So if I just go into it thinking, I'm just gonna fucking go for it. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse. I'm just gonna go for it. Like throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. And if I get it, great. And if I don't get the part, then I'm not gonna cry about it. That's an amazing way to look at Thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more fun than than anything. Yeah. And, and and I'll say, you know, we all kind of like if we all overthink like legacy, forget even I mean, it's your dad, so it's obviously different, but mm-hmm. there are producers I looked up to, they're directors. If I say to myself when I took this leap of faith to try to direct Midnight, mm-hmm. and I look at guys like Scorsese, it's like I can't even mentally get my head around it mm-hmm. right. but i think that we have to just go in like you said fearless and with our dreams and hopefully mm-hmm. our dreams will take us where we want to go right 100 yeah, totally. yeah. and i think that's kind of what started even the podcast and why we love it so much is like everything we do we just go in with zero filter fully raw not having any fear with it because we know look like it's going up and down and it's not 100 percent all the time but i think that mentality that she's had in the, if we just do it naturally with our own personalities it just works and so yeah, I actually look up to Sistine in a lot of ways for that stuff. Honestly. You what? guys are really cute, Sistine. I do. They are. They're, they're very we're sweet. Good, we're a good balance. Well, she tells me, like, don't give a shit. And then if she, it's a vice versa, I'm like, so you should give a shit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia tells me all the time, I wish I was in your skin. And I'm like, I literally wish I was you. Like, we want to be each other all the time. Yeah. Well, I really, I look up to her so much just because not only are you my older sister, you do things because you like them. I feel like a lot of choices that I've made in my career so far have been because managers, agents, people giving me the wrong advice and saying what's good for Mm -hmm. them. Whereas like, for example, you started this book club because it's purely out of passion and you're only doing things that you like to do. Whereas yeah. like I just do things sometimes because I feel like I have to do them. So so, so tell us, I, I love that. And I and I, <laughs> I know I do. And I think that the two of you, Thank like, you. I That's hope so people cute. see, I hope if people were sitting here, I, I hope they can see, I hope it comes through the mic, like what Me we too. see. No, <laughs> no, but like you guys have this really, really, really sweet, like real pure yeah. love for one we another. We are best friends. Like I really honestly, we always say this because we've had like a lot of friends come and go and we've had our lulls with people, but we always just say, well, we have each other. We're fine. We go right. out. And now I honestly, we go out and people are like, are you bringing your sister? Or they just add her automatically. <laughs> I, I don't get invited coming. anywhere, but Sophia's like, she's coming whether 
Either I go. Or no, <laughs> no, it's like we're up to the hip. I don't think anybody's complaining if yeah. you, we, either one of you bring the other. But no. So now, so I read on your gram that you were doing this book club, which, yeah. by the way, I, I knew nothing that you were this obsessed with books. But I yeah. read the, the whole thing, and it was like you have this real obsession and yeah. passion for reading. Well, so I realized that since I've been on social media, I've had a really, really tough time finding my voice, and I think that it's really easy. Like you are amazing at makeup, and so that is just like I mean, and so other nice. Things. No, you are. And, <laughs> and it really comes guys. as authentic. And so people follow you for that. And then Sistine, like, she's just naturally fashion forward, even with makeup. And people really look up to her like that. I've always been kind of in this lull where I don't really know who I am. And so I realized, okay, I feel like so many people are super authentic on Instagram. like, And they really show their passions. And that's what makes someone successful is, like, you truly love what you're doing. And so I thought, okay, I've been the biggest bookworm since I was like in third grade. I would read, you can ask the scene, I've probably read over 500 books in you my read, life. Wow. She reads so fast. I I read, under, my brain can't wow. comprehend words yeah, that with, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll read a yeah. whole chapter and I'm like, what the fuck did what? I just read? I have to literally <laughs> start over. But babe, you love reading. I you do. love reading. But it, it's a, well, no, that's I'm, why I said I'm scared to sign up for your book club because yeah. if we talk about it next week, I go, I'm going to forget everything <laughs> you read. So I just decided, I was like, I love things that involve health with like mentally and I also love things physically healthy and so I was like okay this is a really positive platform I can encourage people to read books and maybe I can um, teach people how to love it or how to read faster how to um, find what their niche is because like everyone has their own preference. The scene loves murder mystery and so I've oh, given and, up. And, and erotica. Yeah. <laughs> and erotica. Yes. And so I've read all of that so I'm like quarantine's been that. hard. <laughs> but I also say like you just learn so much from books and as I get older I realize the books I've read it relates to so many people. If I've said I've read a book like, you can have a full blown conversation with someone and you sound so much smarter when you just say like I've read this book even if you've read one book in your life people are like whoa. Yeah. I know. Oh, totally. And so I just, I realized I want to build this community and I truly, truly love books. Wow. And I, I mean, whether that turns into something else, like I have a ton of ideas, but well, I think it I gives it. people a sense of community. Also, yeah. You know, they yeah. feel like they, they have a direct connection with you because you, yeah. you know, recommended this book and you guys are going to have a conversation about it. And you know, wherever they are in the world, if mm -hmm. they follow you, they go pick up the book and yeah. it gives them that, that intimate time with you. Exactly. And it also gives me the opportunity since I think a lot of our Instagram page, our Instagram is kind of intimidating and people have always said that to us where they're like, you have like 1.5 and all your photos like super pretty. I'm like, okay, well, no, no, they and say it's it happens, but no, they say we look very angry, angry. Yes. And all of our pictures. Well, they said a lot of people, we met this manager the other day and the first thing he said to us was, I was honestly expecting you guys to be super bitchy yeah. because of the way your Instagram looks. And I go, you're probably, it's not Which wrong. Which is fair because it's we don't wrong. talk on it. The only thing you can figure out and is through smile, our podcast. And I don't so. So I feel, yeah, no, me neither. Yeah. So, and I know my angle. It's with the sharp jawline see, a little bit. What I, exactly. Like, you know? It's just this side of my face. It's like just because we know how to smile doesn't mean we're mean. You know? <laughs> exactly. So I use this book also as a way for me to just be like my kind of vulnerable, normal self. Yeah. So I actually like write captions on it saying like, how are you feeling today? Like, I'm feeling okay. Like, I want to build that really, really close bond with people and I so hopefully I can do that I, I think it's great I know I Thanks. think it's great because I think like you said it's such a social media world yeah. it's such a so like everything's like portrayed how we want it to look mm -hmm. and I feel like a book club brings people back to yeah. having to interact you're 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 reading you're creating and then you're mm -hmm. sharing yeah. your take on a book everybody's take on a book is different and I think that I feel like we're getting away from books so quickly. Yeah, they, our, your generation, you know, not that people aren't reading, but I'm saying it's people true. people are are watching five second videos, TikToks, yeah, more than they're doing anything else. And this mm -hmm. is a really neat way to bring people back. Exactly, you know? just like take time for yourself where you're not comparing and you're not looking at everyone around I you. Fully agree. And just sit yeah. down with yourself and read and something that you actually enjoy that your mind can go somewhere else and be creative. Yes, I love that. Because the only time my mind is clear is when I'm like in the bathtub with a book, not an iPad, with the book with on the, the iPad. Exactly. I want to like go to hold a Barnes it. and Noble and mm -hmm. hold it and flip the pages. Exactly. Do well, you prefer that? Too. Oh, totally. I mean, when I was growing up, the reason why I fell in love was I was super bullied. And so what I would do is if I didn't have anyone to sit with at lunch, I just went to the library and I didn't like love books at the time. So I just wow. started pulling. I'm like, okay, that's the only place that you can 
be alone it's normal right (laughs) (laughs) she's just looking for books like why would she be talking now i just like i can go to lunch and read by myself i I am literally by myself mostly and now i mean she's always with me now but you can't escape me no no i don't want you to but it's fun i think that we're slowly starting to get our own voices and this is like one of mine and sistine has hers with acting and you guys have yours and i think that's what's just really important when you're on social media is to do that i have to know what is your do you have a favorite book Yes, I do. Is it Give Them Lala? I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mine is. It's actually... Love. I, no, I love that. I, I Honestly, that takes so many guts like to do that. Yeah. I'm totally say, fucking with you. No, but I'm I just, just had to get the plug on my podcast. No, do it, do it. But I actually give you so much credit for that because being that vulnerable in like a book, I just... And you know, like people go in and you can... I mean, people and can in such read- a hate-filled world to put yourself out there knowing that you could get just any sort of response also, from strangers. Like, that's a lot. There's so much yeah. content you know? out there that people know when someone's being fake. Right. So if you're writing something, you're putting something out there, you're trying to make it seem real, it, they're going to see through the bullshit. Right. And so you writing a book, and it has to be about you, you have to be 100% honest because mm-hmm. people are going to know if you're not telling the truth and you're being fully honest and well, so transparent. Babe. Yeah. And I, it's a lot of guts, so I appreciate that so much. I really do want to know if you have a favorite book. Though. Oh, it's The Picture of Dorian Gray. Okay, you have by to Oscar text Wilde. that to me because I will. I, I've never read that. Oh, it's Oscar Wilde. It's a classic, yeah. of course. It's a classic, but I, all, I feel like that's the most annoying thing. I feel like when you, you say like your the classics, I do. But then I also love like The Silent Patient that everyone reads. If you love like murder mystery, that's right, right, right. absolutely a book. See, that's that where I, I tend to go to the ones that are all about murder. Oh, that's a great well, one. That's me. Yeah. I'm reading The Murder Room right now. I, I just read Talking with Serial Killers. Like that's my jam. Okay, that's maybe you should. Send me I got you. I, well, these reps are coming from Sophia, but I'll fill. I'm like, okay. if you like yeah. murders, like read The Count of Monte Cristo. She's like, it's like eight thousand pages long. No, but your next. <laughs> book is the silent patient okay you would yeah love you that. would love okay, the silent patient so good. Mm-hmm. on it yeah and, and tell me how the book club works so how are you oh, what's so the setup honestly i think it's just i try to make it as easy as possible just go to follow, your gram go to the gram it's called favorite book club and every day i'll be posting just like a book i'm reading reviews maybe i'll have conversations after i finish the book and go live and that's great yeah and that's i also great. want to do a like reader of the month like a favorite of the month and so oh, i, I have my followers come in they talk about like their favorite book like what their favorite smell is if it's coffee in the morning just like weird questions just so that everyone can see like i notice you and you notice me and right. we all notice each other and so it doesn't feel like it's so separate from mm-hmm. a screen and mm-hmm. a face yeah so I love okay, I, I yeah. Well, I, okay. So everybody, so so we're running out of time. So let's go over it one more time. The podcast. Yes, our podcast is every Tuesday. We are recording video and audio. Right now, we're just doing audio, but it's unwaxed podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, YouTube. You guys should check out our fiftieth episode in a couple of weeks because yeah. that is going to be with Sylvester. Yes. Facelift with the show. Basically, it's going to be a conversation very similar to this with our dad. And that, that, what episode are you on right now? We're on like 46. 48? No, 48. Oh, shit. Oh, so so a couple weeks. So if they start tuning in now and they start catching up, they'll get the notification. Probably, yeah. Okay, and your Instagrams they follow? At Sistine Stallone. And at Sophia Stallone. And the book club? At Favorite Book Club. (laughs) Yes. Listen, we are definitely following the book club and we already follow the, the podcast and we love your podcast and we love you guys. Guys. We you love guys, you guys. You Thanks guys are like family. By the so. way, I'm so excited to be on this right now. Yeah, we, are so we listen. We listen. We're like, we oh listen to like every single episode. So thank you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of Give Them Lala with Randall. And we will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.